Hello, this is Lisa Hazard with the podcast We're All Psychic. And today we have a very special guest and it's a really interesting topic. But first, I'd like to introduce her. Her name is Jen. Jen, would you like to say hello? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am really glad you're here. And if my cat will not step on my computer, I can ask you a question <laughs> and it will actually close <laughs> on us. Um, do you think we're all psychic? Absolutely. Absolutely. How did you get to that conclusion? So I got to that conclusion by recognizing that if the spirit has come back onto this plane, then we all have access to the divine through the psychic senses. So yes. Yeah. The divine. Oh, I, that's a topic we need to cover in a podcast. I think <laughs> we really haven't touched <laughs> on what the divine is in any podcast, but that, uh, like that resonates with me because I think that's right. It. Um, so like, how did you, like, you're, you're a psychic reader, uh, listeners, she's a psychic reader. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, yes. has many, she has many talents, I imagine. Um, she, uh, how did this kind of develop for you? Were you always, you always aware of it or? So this really started for me when I was about five and I started seeing things. I started hearing things and, you know, it just, no one really believes you when you're five. Everyone has imaginary friends. Yeah. Um, but, you know, after that, like our house burned down and it was like a series of really bad events that wow. led to a lot of really negative, dark things happening. I spent a lot of my childhood around like a lot of death. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but lo and behold, flash forward, uh, you know, it, like it was just a dark time. So, but, uh, when I was introduced to Reiki, that is what actually confirmed for me that I wasn't insane. Yeah. Reiki is something. <laughs> yeah. Reiki I a is amazing. I have received, I, I get Reiki as much as anytime, as often as I can when I need it. I'll be like, oh, please give me Reiki. I have a friend and uh, another person in locally who will offer me Reiki. And it's just wonderful. Um, so we were uh, listeners. We were going to do a podcast on energy healing like Reiki, but um, e we emailed back and forth and she told me she had something to do today. And I said, she told me what she was doing. And I said, that sounds like a podcast. So do you want to tell the listeners about what, what you do? Yes. So one of the things that I find is part of my divine purpose is helping spirits and helping families that are kind of stuck in these cold cases, um, working with private investigators or detectives that are open to this type of work um, has been really rewarding and has actually been incredibly beneficial. Um, I've worked on teams and uh, this particular time I'm working by myself and it's great because it's local to my area and that means I'm directly impacting the community yeah. and I own a community healing center. So that's kind <gasps> of what it's all about. Oh my gosh. That's like my dream now is to open one of those around here. If, if that would, if the, the city would let me, <laughs> I'm in Alabama, yeah. so. <laughs> oh, well, we're not far from each other oh we're so oh, okay okay yeah no I'm in South Carolina oh you got it yeah I love South Carolina it's so beautiful um I love North Carolina too. Oh, the whole east coast is pretty I think 
But um, so, so that's like I, I, when you when she told me this, listeners, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, because we've talked about this, I think, on the podcast before the, the show Medium, which I mentioned to you, Jen, when, when you, you know, we first were talking. Um, so like, how does that what happens there? How, like, is it like when you see like, do you see things? How does it work for you when you start so, working a piece? Um, OK, there are a couple there's two different ways that this has happened to me one is i was brought in to help on a case that had was like 25 years old and they asked us to just take the names and that's all i ever do is a name and a date of birth i don't touch anything else you know the psychiatry for me is real so i'm very careful not to touch certain things okay um <clears throat> and when like so we were asked to look at it that way, but this particular case, the actual spirit came and found me. Oh, the spirit came with a client of mine who was a brand new client and oh. long story short, it got me all the way back to the family. And today was the opportunity to like, cause when the detective first called, he was like, are you, um, you know, could you come in and, you know, we'd love to talk with you. And I was like, yes, but did she tell you what I do for a living? Cause I wanted <laughs> to make sure that that was like really clear. <laughs> and it was the most heartwarming response ever because he said, yeah, I'll take any help I can get. And that's, that is how we can help in this way. Yes. That is amazing. I'm going to pick your brain about this maybe after the podcast, like how you got started and stuff, something I'm interested in, but um, I do have a question. Like when, for speaking of like the show, the TV show medium um, with Alison Dubois, like, you know, when you see those things, you see the, like the terrible things that happen, like she might have in the show or like, from my experience as a medium, I don't really see the horrible things that much. You know, I see so the piece that comes after. It's really weird. Every single case has been so different how this happens for me. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times um, I will take the physical attribute of what's happened. So I'll be able to feel or like say like, you know, the back of my head is hurting, you know, or I'm feeling like my head is wet or I'm laying on the ground and I can see the perspective of that person. Okay. But then I can also see the bird's eye view, but sometimes I do see the stuff I really wish I didn't see. And it definitely stays with me for a little bit. And other times I've said, I've told my guides, like, take it away, take it away. I don't want it. I do not put this in my mind. Take it away. Yeah. That's, and that's they, have. I, they have to, gosh, that's the part I would be like, you know, how, I, but when I was younger, I had a lot of uh, experiences with seeing some dark stuff. And I, I guess like, you know, the witches say you do the shadow work and that's helped me when I was older, you know, like using visualization techniques to kind of work with the, the nasty in life. Yeah, and, the, you know, I think my previous exposure to a lot of death and a lot of darkness and a lot of evil, um, a lot of demons, a lot of right. things that go bump in the night. I really feel like it prepared me for the things that I see now. That you know, sense. I just wish that there was someone that could have helped me when I was younger. 
I hear you to be able to do this, um, which is why I have the healing center now, because that's, you know, that I'm a huge advocate for child psychics and for child empaths and all of that. Yeah. But this, you know, and one of the interesting things when working on these cold cases that I have found is being able to still pick up on emotions and like thoughts from 20, 25 years ago, but it's the empathy. Yeah. What, what it's do you, the empathy. What do you think about the idea of timelessness involved in all of this? Like maybe we're in time and then. Oh, we, I think <laughs> I will be honest with you. I think time is a completely human concept. Like I recognize in the spirit world, time is completely irrelevant and to like everything else, but it's like earth itself has this unique component that has a definitive start and end point where the rest of it is almost all subjective to interpretation, you know? Yeah, it really is. What else can we do with it, but interpret it? (laughs) That's what we're here for is to interpret experiences. I maybe, I don't know, but, um, so like how, how long have you been doing uh, detective work as a psychic? Has it been for a while or? So this, um, I was introduced to it at the very beginning of the lockdown with the pandemic. Okay. And it's something I have always wanted to do. Um, I've helped with uh, missing pe- persons, missing people before. Yeah. Um, like I'll have phone calls from all over the country asking, you know, hey, so-and-so's gone missing. And it's usually like a hiker situation or something like that. And I've been able to help people in that way. That's cool. Yeah. So, and what was really cool was my first experience with this involved people, um, from all over the world, getting together to tune in on this one thing. And the oh, information, wow. it actually led to an additional arrest. It led to like denying of, of bail or bond or whatever that is. Like, yeah, like, that's amazing. So you got, we the did bad our guy. job. Good. <laughs> yeah. You got the bad guy. Oh, that's just like, oh my gosh. I just, it's so intense. You know, I'm used to relationship readings and you know, and, and, and some, you know, some real spiritual kind of explorations with readings, but, um, and some, you know, some people come for a reading for like healing from trauma that can happen, but just working with people so closely on such like things that are like, like you said, they don't know what happened and you help them find out. That's the mystery exactly. eats at them all their lives. So that, like you said, that one was 25 years old, that one, you know, that you I can't imagine not knowing. And what, what amazes me too, is that I've seen on different, in different ways, like sometimes spirit, the spirit of the person who's deceased is like totally gray and flat. And it tells me they've been there for a while. Okay. Like they've been there. They're stuck in this like repetitive gray kind of world trying to find answers, but they're lost. Whereas like more recently, I've got like a technicolor person standing in front of me in spirit form. No, this person's not going to tell me the name of the person who's responsible for their death there. That's hard to explain. And, you know, that's not really how it works for me. Yeah. I don't get (laughs) names either. Names. It seems like everybody has like a million names to me and names just don't stay in my head at all. Names (laughs) are really, they're very, very hard for me. And I tell people all the time, but I'm like, he's not going to tell me that. 
this, they're not going to tell me that because it's, this is not for me, you know, and a lot of times just being able to explain to families and even detectives, like the detectives who've been on these cases for a long time or who really like the grief is so strong that no one's doing anything. So we're looking for some kind of movement, you know, some right. kind of action and just being able to tell the family, like, they know what you're going through. This was yeah. not, you know, I'm, I'm someone who believes that pretty much every single crossing is predetermined ahead of time, even the really, really bad stuff. And I said to this family in this situation, um, you know, this, this person knew that they'd be giving their life, but in doing so, he has literally just saved the lives of several other people because this will come to a resolution and it will come to a close. And that's, that's what it's for. Yeah. You know, yeah. like being able to, to help them. And how, I mean, how else can you explain when you're explaining to a detective, like, well, it looks to me like the murderer is this tall, like this, wearing this, has this, has that. And then they, they flip out a picture and they're like, is this the person that you see? And it's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> what's <know>? his name? <laughs> you know, like, yes, yeah, that's it. That'd be and, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they kind of look at you like, are you making that up? Yeah. Are but you, then again, it's you like, just clearly, told them. you just told them. Yeah. So I you guess know, you have a lot of, you're around a lot of like people who really haven't had any experience when you work in the detective, the detectives and stuff it, like don't know much at all about energy work or psychic. No. Or and I'm very thankful that this particular gentleman even like had the wisdom to say like, you know, I'll take whatever help I can get. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's terrifying. You don't, I didn't know, you never know if they're going to be like, Oh, like, am I being brought in to be questioned? Yeah. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like just because I'm, I'm trying to help on this, but like, I mean, why not people use yes. bloodhounds every angle? Tracks. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. And um, like, it just seems like you know, it's, it's been commercialized enough in movies and TV that it's like, you know, it's always like, it's like, it's a special uh, thing to do, you know, and because it's on a movie or a TV, but yeah. there's so many psychics everywhere. I mean, of course, I think we all are and you do too. I mean, but like, come on guys, like take advantage, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it really like, you know, you can have people who specialize in so many different areas of life. Right. Yeah. But when you have people who are legitimate mediums, legitimate psychics that can come in and say, Hey, I'm super awkward and weird, but I think I can help you with this because you <laughs> might have sort of missed this one piece of information. <laughs> and then, and when it's kind of like, wait a minute, nobody looked at that. Wait, no, no, no. Let's go back through these pages. Let's go back through these. And then it's like, oh my gosh, that's like the missing element. It's perspective. And we yeah. have really cool perspectives. Yeah. When you've been, when we've been working with our energy as much, like for, for me, it's been probably a good 15 years consciously, like knowing what, not knowing what I'm doing, but knowing what I'm trying to pursue, you know, mm -hmm. like having an idea, <clears throat> like having some words to work with, with the concepts and, you know, but um. I just can't imagine like 
I, I guess because I, 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 you know, I live at home, I work in the field, and uh, I don't get out much anymore because of COVID. So I just, it's like, uh, I do this a lot, podcasts, or mm -hmm. I'll talk to my other friends <clears throat> who are local who do readings and, you know, work with their energy and stuff. So um, I, I just, I can't imagine walking into a, a police station and just being like, hey, you know, so something I was wanting to ask you about this, do you ever get, do these cases always come to you or does, does, does the spirit ever just come to you outside of like any like external um, stimulate, like any other people coming along, like can the spirit come to you? Does that ever happen? And just say, hey, can you help me out with this detective kind of thing? You know, go over there to Iowa and something like that, you know? So, okay, true story. Not exactly like that, but pretty darn close. Like the dude who just came to me recently, like that's crazy, the connection of how he actually got to me yeah. from like, going along with the woman who came here, but the woman who was here was talking about someone else, but the spirit knew that other person, but the spirit needed me to talk to the mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And the, I think one of the other, like the real, one of the harder things for me, um, I don't know if you would remember a few years ago, there was like um, a, a horrible shooting at a school in South Carolina. And I, I seem to remember that. Yeah. And um, it's not far from where I live. And no joke for like two weeks, I just had all these kids around me. Oh, wow. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know, like, do I reach out to their parents? No, I can't reach out to their parents. I'm not. And so, you know what I did? I held what? space for all of them. Yeah. I just held space. And I was just like, guys, it's a little overwhelming right now, but we're going to be okay. I just want everybody to relax, you know, like obviously, you know, holding space, but that is, that was probably like one of, one of the things that really, really rocked me Yeah, was like, and, and they came to me before I even knew about the shooting. So it's like, I woke oh. up and there were all these kids around me and I'm like, what, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For and me, then, it, um, yeah. I don't know what happened that like the, like as a medium, I usually, I had to learn this technique of like basically blocking them all out and pulling them in or letting them in, you know, when I want to work with them, but like my guides are, you know, they're always here. But uh, does that happen with you? Do you have like the kind of like ways that you protect, not protect necessarily, but keep them from dominating your life? Oh my <laughs> yeah. God, yes. Um, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I have had to learn how to control the radio dial in my head. <laughs> That's it. That's a good way to put it. Of, yeah. of like, be, you know, and sometimes like if when I'm really tired and I'm like way emotional, it's like the dial, I forget to change it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, or I'll forget yeah. to another, another way I look at it. Like, especially if I'm looking for a specific spirit, if I'm looking for someone specifically, imagine that I, I go up in my brain and I imagine this huge lighthouse and I'm sending out this light signal and my light is what's going to attract the spirit to me because it'll feel that frequency. And, um, man, oh man, oh man. Like sometimes I'll completely forget to like 
turn the light off. (laughs) (laughs) So when I'm like on the verge of hysterics and I'm like, I think I need to call my therapist. (laughs) It's like, oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. This is not mine. Oops. Hang on. Yeah. (laughs) Take a salt bath and let's get rid of all of this. It's not mine. burn a whole sage plant (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and it was interesting because like I was you know when you're walking through the like the detectives area when you're when you go to the jail or wherever you're going to meet these people um I have to be really careful too when I walk through those places oh the energy of people who are bad yeah yeah I really have to like really like in those examples I'll shield myself in almost like a a a solid like hematite orb almost that's a good one I'll have to remember that yeah kind of just like it's close to me and sleek so it can just like a smooth past yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I I usually what I do is I push out I don't know how else to explain it but I just oh I push push out too I just project, you know, I just push out just happy, 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 whatever I can just push it, you know, and I try to keep it flowing through me and pushing it out. And that kind of keeps them, at, you know, not, it's, I don't know what about that technique works for me as far as filtering out the spirits and filtering them back in. But that's one that is really stuck with me and really helped me. And it also helped with empathy to not, you know, when I didn't know how to manage it or what was going on. Um, that pushing, you know, you know, bringing the energy in, flowing out, and just pushing out. I, the, the listeners, you can't see us; we're on Zoom, but I'm <laughs> making my hands like jazz hands over here. You know, they're going out all flicking. over my body, out flicking. of my head. They're flicking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. And uh, so, I, it's a little. That's really cool. To, I, I've really enjoyed like you, like speaking with you about mediumship, and I've talked to a couple of others on the podcast about mediumship. I don't get to talk to too many other mediums, so it's really cool you know yeah like you know for the most part I just tell people I'm an energy healer because I break it all down it all goes back to frequency for me yeah every single aspect well because every every thought every feeling every emotion like everything carries a vibration yeah no matter what so if we can identify what that vibration is, then we can identify where it is on the spectrum in terms of like higher frequencies, which would be things like love, like joy, gratitude, and happiness, or the slower, lower frequencies, you know, uh, depression, sadness, Right. I would say anger, but even though anger is like a bad one, it's actually like a higher frequency. Mm-hmm. So, cause it's just so strong. Yeah. So like when people are talking or like if I'm trying to connect, whether they're conscious or not, if I just approach everything in terms of an actual frequency and looking at that frequency and what does it say? It's almost like reading sheet music in a way. Hmm, yeah. You know, just interpreting what that is. And then we can manipulate that energy. I agree. We can, we can increase it. We can heal it. We can repair it. We can stop leaks. We can make it faster. We can take out some, if there's too much in there, is it not yours? Well, then it's out of here. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love how you just said that. When I was in audio school, I went to audio school when I was 26, 27. And I worked in audio from like when I was for a while, for a few years. And, um, I, when I was learning about resonance and frequency, I mean, I just like all, like what you're talking about kind of like occurred to me too about the frequencies and resonance and how, you know, 
everything is everything's vibrating <laughs> you know <laughs> everything's you know and at their everything is its own individual frequencies you know like combination of energy i don't know i know i don't know what i'm saying but you know it's hard to put into words it's really it's hard it's totally it, true it, though it feels right to me too and it's like you know we have our ears and they hear frequencies of you know, they experience these frequencies as sound we have eyes they experience the visual spectrum of frequencies as what that would look like or mm -hmm. what, what eyes do and we all know what that is but you know the psychic sense to me or the medium sense or the you know the mat whatever the energy work is it just feels like to me it uh Oh, wow. I just lost my train of thought. I just went, that happens a lot. Don't worry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I tell it's great. But when I meet with clients, one of the, like, usually in the first three minutes, I'm like, look, I should probably warn you. I squirrel <laughs> a lot. It's not squirrel. intentional. There's just a lot going on in my brain. And like, sometimes yeah. if I just stop mid sentence, it's usually because I'm listening, but like, you can keep talking, but I'm yeah. still listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I don't know. I, I had a, like a point that that happens to me a lot. I'm also a uh, postmenopausal, so I'm actually coming out of it, and I'm having my memories come back mostly. But you know, oh. sometimes my attention span still goes. <laughs> yeah, so but I do have a lot of scrollies too. <laughs> it's interesting, like a good visual for the listeners of the podcast for like what we're talking about in terms of vibration is when you throw a rock or a pebble into the water. It's the ripple effect. Yeah, it's. It's being able to read the ripple at any state in its existence and understanding the emotional interpretation behind that. Yeah. And then identifying where it's coming from in the body. Why is it there? How long have you held it there? Is it even yours? That's always a really big question. You do it all, don't you? You do you do a little bit of everything or a whole lot of everything, it seems like. Well, I'm just an energy healer trying to serve humanity for the reason that God put me here. That's really cool. And you're doing it. And that, that's, that's like an inspiration to me. And I hope listeners, I think they will find that inspirational too. I wish you guys could see her. She exudes just like, you exude just like peace and calm and, and like understanding and, and knowledge and like a chill kind of vibe too. You Aww, guys, you thank love you. Her. She's like, yeah, she makes me nervous. She's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> So um, is there, if, there if, if, if anyone's listening to this podcast who, um, who might think they're a medium or might have experiences where they see something on the darker side or something like that, and they don't know about stuff and they just came to this podcast and they're looking for something, what would you want to say to them? They're starting out, like you said, you wish you had someone when you were younger help you. What would yeah. you want to say to them? The very first them? thing I would say, I believe you. Oh, I believe you too, listener. <laughs> yeah, I believe you and <clears throat> your fear is real and your feelings are completely valid. Now let's talk about where you're feeling these things in your body. So if you think you're speaking to something or you're feeling something in your house that's uncomfortable, my first question is, where are you feeling it? Because where you feel it in the body is going to tell me which chakra it's affecting most, which is going to tell me where you're most vulnerable right now. So if somebody's like, oh, I feel it in my low back, it's like, well, okay, so you're not feeling safe in your house. Like you are really, really scared. Is that right? And people would be like, yeah, absolutely. Really? Huh. Yeah, yeah. Always check the body. Always ask the body. Okay. Like, because it, it really, 
this is just like from my experience too. You know, we all, when I was younger, I used to wake up and, and have these moments where I could not speak and I would be surrounded by these black hooded figures. I mean, <gasps> the house I grew up in was really haunted, like oh. so haunted. Yeah. And it was like absolute torture. Like by 12, I was a full blown yeah. alcoholic. So, <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> it's funny. I got, I got into Reiki at 19 and I got sober like three years after that. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really, really funny because it's like, okay. So once again, I got the energy aspect and I got the divine aspect of all of it, but that human side just dang it's that ego <laughs> the human side makes it like gives us a reason to do it I guess yeah <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know the other thing that I would tell the listener is that whatever space it is that you are in you must claim you must claim and you must fill that space with your intentions and your intention should be spoken so that the vibration is absorbed into the walls that is a declaration that this is my protected space. This is my protected environment. I am shielded in white light and whatever it is that thinks it can come in here is no longer welcome and banished at that point. Ooh, you just saying it, I felt it like if there's anything around here that shouldn't be, it went away. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, yeah, that, I, I've never heard it put that way after you talked about the, the um, frequencies and then saying it and it soaks into the walls, it soaks into the furniture and the everything. I everything, guess, you know? everything. How many, there. yeah, all of the people who can walk into a room and tell that there has been a fight and there's nobody in the room. It's like, dang, it feels like somebody just had a fight in here. Yeah. What is that? You know, that's what it is. Yeah, it stays, it lingers. And as a mm -hmm. psychic detective or, or working in that side of the energy healing, I imagine you go to a lot of places with that kind of inner, where there's a lot of that vibration in the air or places, you know? Yes. Yeah. And we just do that very carefully. Okay. I do that very carefully. Um, I would too. Yeah. I would prefer to see a photograph, especially like compared to actually going to a location. I, I don't, if, if I remember, I don't think I've actually walked a locate a live location during an active scene, but I have walked several murder scenes before and it's just too much. Yeah, it is it's just too much. It's too much. And, you know, it would be, it would be so cool if there really were like a psychic detectives department, which yeah. allowed empaths and mediums to be able because your empath is going to be able to tell immediately if, if the people are lying Right. I mean, we're human lie detectors. So yeah. there's so much that we can offer, you know, when we're working together and it's all about literally trying to find justice and trying to yeah. help people heal because it's not just healing. It's healing for the family. It's healing for the spirit. It's healing for the justice system. It's healing for the humanity. Yes. For everyone that this yeah. is touched, yeah. you know? That's really amazing work that you're doing. And I thank you for it. Was, oh, I, I don't think I could after doing this podcast. I, I was like, I always kind of wanted to be able to help that way, but I don't know if I could handle it. I'll have to think about it some more. But it's that's that's really intense, you know, to be surrounded by that. I mean, it's, it's a lot different than reading mystery novels and, you know, 
it really is very mm-hmm. different. And yeah. thankfully it's not, this is not something that I, you know, the majority of what I do, this is not the majority of what I do, but it is really, really cool. Yeah. So it speaking, is cool. of, speaking of the majority of what you do, if any <laughs> listeners would like to learn about your other services or anything else you can do, where could they find you? Um, so my website is www.happyhealingforyou.com. It's a four, it's a four number, right? Yes, yeah. number four and then the letter U. Okay, I'll um, put that and in that's, the podcast description. Yeah, that's on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Uh, what's cool with LinkedIn is that I offer and take the approach on there of vibrational leadership because I have got this huge corporate background and I just can't let that nerdy side of me go. So when you so when you actually take like the empathy and the vibrational side of it and apply that to leadership, changes people's lives completely. Oh, but, I bet um, it does. That, whew, I'm having you back if you want to come. We could pick that you've got talk so about that you have like tons of stuff you have every every area I mean yeah I, like I can... really it's a what I own is a community healing center yeah it is a place that is a non-denominational spiritual place where people can come and reconnect and heal we can talk about the things that most people are not very comfortable openly discussing out of fear of being judged Yeah. And, you know, for me, I tell every single person that sits down here with me and hangs out, no matter where I am, listen, there is nothing you can tell me that's going to weird me out. I talk to (laughs) dead people for a living. (laughs) Let's think about this. Yeah. You know, I I bet you've given so many people that, that validation and confirmation they've needed just having, even having a place that exists like that to go to, to find out anything is just amazing. I would love to come there. It's been pretty remarkable. I mean, I've been doing this work for over 20 years. This is <gasps> yeah. actively, I have actively been studying Reiki and energy healing for over 20 years. Wow. So like now it's like, I don't know. It's like, we're, we're, we're ready. We're ready to take this happy healing concept and I'm ready to like, just freaking like find every person I can and be like, you're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> you're amazing. You're amazing. We're you all know, amazing. We, we are though. <laughs> we, life, life is hard enough. Being human yeah. is hard enough. It'd be really nice for us to be able to live in a vibration that feels good instead of constantly feels the opposite of. Yeah, it's true. That's so true. And we, we can only do so much with our own energy to change our perspective and our atmosphere, but, and the way we feel about things on our own, but we can't change the people around us, you know, and, or the circumstances sometimes, but, um, oh, there it goes again. I just lost my chance. <laughs> I don't know what's going I think it's because it's late. Cause I'm usually in bed by nine and I'm like, what? <laughs> me too. <laughs> you are too. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel so oh bad God. then. <laughs> no, girl, I'm a single mom with three children. If oh, I hit nine 30, yeah. if I hit nine 30, people like, why are you still up (laughs) (laughs) well I want to thank you so much for coming and um I would also like to thank our or for coming for coming to the video for doing the podcast and uh, I would like to thank our sponsor Everclear oh you're also an Everclear too aren't you uh I am an Everclear advisor okay what's your name on Everclear uh Jen one one the number one yeah the okay. One, J-E-N-N and the number one. It's not right, very pitch, creative. 
I'll put that as a little. There's there don't there won't be a Gen two. I'm sure of that because you took over one. You know, right. <laughs> it's like a doppelganger wants to take your business. Right. I'm Gen two. <laughs> but uh, this, I want to thank our sponsor Everclear with the platform for with the. Oh, I can't talk tonight. It's a platform where you can get your advice and uh, from psychics and empaths. So the goal there is to get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And um, is there anything else you'd like to add to the listeners or anything? No. Well, I'm just super thankful. Thank I'm thankful for the opportunity to talk about this. I'm thankful for the opportunity to meet you. You're fantastic. I'm really happy to meet you too. I think that's why I, I keep spacing out. I'm enjoying your company. I'm like, what's you? Because I'm like, you know, I'm getting all this information, not a bunch of information, but like good vibes and stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, no, I'll just lose my train of thought. So, <laughs> you know, it's weird. Oh, yeah, but, um, you know. Just remember, we've got one life. We we have one life, and we never know what the next moment is going to bring. So, so being, true. being present and being in a state of gratitude and honoring whatever it is, even if it's hard, even if it sucks, oh, even if it sucks so bad, we just need to honor the crap out of it, and <laughs> it'll get better. Honor the crap out of it. I love it. Well it's said, so listeners. With that, I, I think I the let that this podcast with that note is a beautiful note to end on. And um, thank you so much, Jen. Thank you. Thank you, Misty. Wherever you may be when you listen to this, I missed you. And uh, listeners, thank you again. And y'all have a wonderful night. Goodbye.